0: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com
1: Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robby Alampay, Puma podcast. Health leaders officially declare a measles outbreak in Metro Manila than in parts of Luzon and the Visayas. What is keeping Filipino parents from vaccinating their children? Ms. Latel finally gets a clearer path to operating as the country's third telco. After some objections, the Senate steps aside. We discuss what comes next. A proposed Safe Spaces Act awaits President Rodrigo Duterte's signature. What does that mean? In Filipino, simply lang ang magiging implikasyon. Bawal ang bastos. Despite what social media could lead you to believe, Global suicide rates have fallen by more than a third since 1990. We look at the trend and the things that seem to be helping address the problem. Yan po ang headlines. I'm Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Measles cases in the Philippines have gone up by more than 500% in the past year. This week, the DOH officially acknowledged a measles outbreak in Metro Manila, parts of Luzon, and Central and Eastern Visayas. The Philippines has been vaccinating against the disease since the 1970s. Last year, there was a significant drop in coverage. What triggered that drop? Government and health advocates point to a key issue the Dengvaxia anti-dengue campaign. It was during the Aquino administration that the Dengue Immunization Program was rolled out for public school students. Here is the former president explaining their thinking to the Senate last year. The choice is simple. We can implement it at this point in time for the protection or wait um, at least a year as a minimum and expose our people to a risk that could have been prevented because of this vaccine. The problem... For all its promise and potentials, Dengvaxia was and still is an experimental drug. Moreover, the Aquino administration, particularly former Health Secretary Janet Garin, set aside protocols for experimental drugs and used Dengvaxia far wider than it should have been tested. The drug has since been shown to be beneficial to children who have had bouts of dengue before, but it can also be harmful to if you've never had dengue. Dengvaxia, in fact, did harm some children. And some accusations have gone as far as to claim that it actually led to some deaths. That the drug can actually be blamed for deaths is being disputed. But even French firm Sanofi, the manufacturer of Dengvaxia, could not completely deny the risks that international studies had tied to the experimental drug. Sanofi officials told the Philippine Senate that they will hold themselves accountable to further findings. Of course,
0: we are a corporate social company. We have high ethics. And obviously, should there be any case related to vaccination, uh, be it death or any other case, we will shoulder the cost if there is a causality.
1: Meanwhile, Public Attorney's Office Chief Persida Costa has categorically charged that Dengvaxia not only aggravated dengue cases, but actually killed here is a Costa speaking for parents who blame Dengvaxia for the deaths of their children. It is that extreme position that has even the DOH trying to qualify. Dengvaxia is experimental, it can be harmful to those who never had dengue before, but there is no clear evidence that the deaths of children were in fact necessarily caused by the drug. In any case, all of these, the decisions, the confusion, and some charge, the politics between the Duterte and the Aquino administrations have clearly had one undeniable casualty, immunization rates. And the measles outbreak is now just but one symptom of larger and more challenges that will break out unless vaccination programs win back the confidence of the public. Are Miss Lattel's franchise was finally over? Is the path finally clear for the country's third telco? On Wednesday, the Senate decided to adopt a House resolution allowing the company's change of ownership. 60% of Miss Lattel is now owned by Dennis Uy. The remaining 40% of Miss Latel is China telecoms. But that is only in Congress. There is still a chance now for other parties to challenge this decision in court. Let me bring in our correspondent Janina Magundaya to break down this issue. Janina, let's recap. What were Miss Latel's problems with its franchise and how did that affect its path to finally operating as the country's third telco?
0: Robbie, the problem is twofold. As you mentioned, One was with the ownership of the company. The other is in the validity of its existing franchise. I'll start with the ownership first. Back in 2015, a group of businessmen led by Noel Escalante bought a 70% stake in the company, and Congress was not informed about it. Senator Franklin Delon pointed out that they should have done so because the law that granted the company a telco franchise in 1998 states that they need to inform Congress of any leadership changes. Now that Congress has approved the new ownership of Miss Lattel by Uis Companies and China Telecom, this problem has gone away.
1: But what about the other problem, the validity of the franchise? It was Senator Drillon, too, who pointed out that Miss Latel's franchise should have been deemed revoked since they did not operate within a year of the granting of their franchise. That was back in 1998.
0: That's right, Robbie. There are three conditions for the validity of Miss Latel's franchise, as stated in RA 8627. That is the law that granted the franchise. As you said, the first condition was for the company to start operations as soon as the franchise was granted. Second, they must continue operating for two years and by the third year, they should fully roll out their services. But in Mr. Till's defense, Escalante said it was impossible for them to comply with these conditions because of security concerns in Maguindanao. Maguindanao is where they were granted a provisional authority to operate. This is the franchise woe that the Senate is willing to gloss over for now. Senator Mig Subiri says, If they continue to block Mr. Tell on this ground, they might as well apply the same standard with the other telcos in the country. Eh, ang problema, baka pati smart and globe madamay kasi naging maluwag yung Congress sa kanila in the past. So, the resolution for now is just to let this pass. If anyone wants to challenge Congress's decision on this matter, they are free to do so in court, according to Senator Grace Poe.
1: Okay, so... Bottom line, go na go na talaga operations ng miss Latel at this point. What were their promises to the public again?
0: Yes, no more legal problems for Miss Latel for now. The challenge now is how they're going to fulfill their promises to the public. For the first year of operations, they want to build out their telco infrastructure. They're allocating 150 billion pesos for that, but at the same time, they also want to deliver faster internet. Dennis Uy promised 27 megabits per second of internet speed in the first year, and by the following year, he promised to double that to 55 Mbps. In the first year, too, Dennis Oi said Miss Latel should be able to service a third of the country. And by year 5, 84% na raw ng Pilipinas ang mako cover ng Miss Latel. The overall capital expenditure that they're setting aside for this is 250 billion pesos. That's a quarter of a trillion. Keep in mind, though, that in 2023, that's four years from now, Miss Latel's franchise will expire. Congress needs to renew their franchise again if Miss Latel were to finish its five-year rollout, and of course, to continue operating after that, it might be a problem for Miss Letell in the future. Pero sa ngayon, hindi mo na ng Congress yan. Cat
1: calls, wolf whistles, homophobic slurs, being pestered for your name or number, sexual comments or jokes. All of these unwanted and uninvited acts that threaten your personal space and physical safety, especially for women and LGBT persons, could soon be met with heavy penalties under a proposed Safe Spaces Act. The proposal is now backed by both houses of Congress and would expand the Anti-Sexual Harassment Act of 1995. Here is Senator Risa Ontiveros, the bill's principal author at the Senate, at a forum last year.
0: Kaya namin final itong bill, yung Safe Spaces Bill, at kaya ng nagin Tres Maria's Bills, uh, I, uh, in order to uh, further expand and um, detail and include all the spaces and the ways that women and all individuals of whatever soji, whatever sexual orientation and gender identity should be free from all forms of violence,
1: of sexism, and misogyny, uh, discrimination. And to make it very uh, specific in the bills, prohibited uh, acts at Recent news and social media posts are possibly creating the opposite impression, but a new study suggests that global suicide rates have actually come down significantly from three decades ago. Worldwide, suicide numbers are 30% lower than where they were in the 1990s. The study published by the British medical journal says poverty reduction and better health care seem to have been major factors to the improved numbers. So have higher awareness and more government programs to deal with depression. The report gives a global profile, but one clear implication on the national levels is the virtue of governments continuing to support mental health programs. In the Philippines, the DOH says more than 3 million Filipinos suffer from depressive disorders. That has prompted the government to put more resources into mental health. Last year, President Duterte signed Republic Act 11.036, that's the mental health law, and two weeks ago, the DOH released the law's implementing rules and regulations. Palalawigin natin ang uh, mental uh, health services, yung basic mental health service sa mga community level, yung ating uh, psychiatric and uh, psychosocial uh, services sa ating mga medical uh, centers, regional uh, uh, DOH retained hospitals. Uh, tayo ng ng In the meantime, the World Health Organization reminds that suicides are preventable and effective interventions exist for depression and other mental health issues. If you or anyone you know need to discuss any such issues, you may call these 24-7 Hope lines. 02804 HOPE. That's 02804-4673. You can also dial 0917-558-HOPE, once again, HOPE stands for 4673, so 0917-558-HOPE, 0917-558-4673. You can also dial 2919. Before we let you go, here are some things you need to know. Seven barangays in Bolinao-Pangasinan will get a new bridge that will connect them to mainland Luzon, thanks in part to Manilenos bemoaning the Makati-Mandaluyong Bridge that is undergoing some major fix itself. The backbone for the Bolinao Bridge will come from the Estrella-Pantalyon Bridge. Yes, that's the Rockwell Bridge. The MMDA says Rockwell Bridge's steel frame is still in mint condition and safe to reuse for the new Pangasinan project. Is your child online? Yes, they are. So parents, take note. Over 70% of young people are affected by cyberbullying, online violence and digital harassment. That is according to the UNICEF. So take note and learn more about cyberbullying because there is a lot of resources online for your child and you to deal with the problem. And that's today's edition of Puma Podcast. For the latest episode, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Maraming salamat po. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time.